And we're back. Primer toque. Rigo and Javier. ¿Cómo estás, Javier? Better. I actually didn't get like a hangover or anything from Vegas now that we're back. I felt nah, like shit, a... though. The only thing that sucked was the sleep that we didn't get, you know, because we powered until mostly Danny did, but still, it was a bitch, you know. Vegas Lights fan now? I like what I saw. I like what I saw. I mean, I like the whole environment. It was, it was tight. The crowd was very pumped up, cheering like how it should be, you know, and it was a good game, good experience. I had fun. I know you probably had fun. It was the first time for us to be in a press box like that and enjoy the game in that way. I mean, even like had time to step down and be in the field for a little bit too after the game and get a close-up. That was an experience for us right there. So, yeah. It was fun. Would I go again? Yes. Shoutouts to Las Vegas Lights FC for having us one more time. How'd you like the players? You like the, the, the flow? Yeah, it was good. I mean, from what I saw, it was good. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's a team that could probably go up against an MLS team and give them a little bit of a, a little bit of trouble. I think that's what I, I mean. I feel like they could compete at that level. That's what I saw. You know, I don't think that they're like that they couldn't be up there I'm, you know I think they could play in the MLS that's just me from what I saw well I mean you think uh, Las Vegas uh, has you know the the population to even have a MLS I think team? so and I was actually thinking about that too because you know how they're making a Raiders yeah. stadium so I was like why imagine if they shared it that's what I'm saying what if they shared it be able to attract more people who are able to go and it'd be a better experience because it'd be a bigger stadium you know so I don't see why not there's always things to do in Vegas why not go catch a soccer game Right. Something that, you know, and now you're going to be able to watch football games. They have a hockey team out there, too. So it's football, hockey, and why, why not have a, a, a soccer team playing that football stadium? I don't see why not. Maybe in the future. People are going to go. Yeah. You like, what surprised me, too, is how, um, how many Hispanics were there at the game. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, you could tell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not even that, like, they had, there was a... One group get a, you know, waving the Mexican flag. Yeah. And you literally walk to the other side and you can uh, hear the English side. And, and then the, yeah, they had like the, the Spanish uh, border too. Yeah, yeah, So they had like two. So I was like, damn, man. I never seen that before, you know? Usually it's uh, not like that. But, you know, that was, that was pretty cool to check out. That they, I mean, that they were both there too, both uh, doing their own thing right there, cheering for the team like that. So that, that was pretty cool. So let's get into that. Liga MX, they have a doble jornada uh, this week. So that's always fun. You get soccer during the week and then a little bit during the weekend too. So Right now, they're right playing Right now? They're León. León Santos halftime, 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one, Valenders. Later on, it's uh, at 7, we have Necaxa and Toluca. And right after that... Uh, Club Tijuana and Cruz Azul. Yeah, and then yesterday's was, what already happened, was uh, Atlas and uh, Tigres tying 1-1. Atletico San Luis and Morelia tying 1-1. And Veracruz. Damn, getting Dude. freaking... That was, Ooh, yeah. Rocked. 5-0 no, yeah, by Querétaro. 5-0. The coach is gone. He, he's, he, re, he uh, resigned. Dude, that team has the worst team in Mexican history. Yesterday it was a, it's, it's it's done like I don't think they've they've won in like a year or something like that it has I forgot what it was it was something like something major like that but yeah dude they're like it was a record that that's like the worst team in Mexican history right there they just made history as being the worst team wow. <laughs> so yeah the coach is like I'm out <laughs> I'm out uh, I'm Erika man 
getting by with the with the tie, even though both teams getting the red cards. <laughs> Tying one one. So then on Thursday, it still continues, like we said at the double jornada. We got Monterrey versus Pumas at seven. And we have Puebla and Juarez. Five PM. See if Juarez can do something, man. They haven't been doing too great, so nah, we'll see what's the one we'll see when they, Yeah. And it continues on Friday. This is a week of just pure soccer, man. Yep. Pure soccer. Morelia versus Veracruz. See if I don't know what's gonna happen with that one. It comes back against Atlas at seven this Friday. Saturday. Necaxa goes versus Tijuana at three. Damn early game. Tigres versus Leon, five p.m. Pachuca and San Luis. Cruz Azul versus Ooh. Chivas. Hey. 7 p.m. this Saturday. You already know how those games are. You know those are, those are ones to watch right there. No, those can get a, somewhat a little bit intense. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe we'll see. Sunday, damn, against Toluca. That's always good. Uh, Pumas versus uh, Toluca is always good. Sunday. Querétaro, Puebla. Puebla is the one that needs to step it up because they lost their coach, Chelis. Juarez coming back this Sunday against Monterrey at 5 p.m. The English league didn't go too well for us that Vegas weekend. Nah, <laughs> we, we put money down on the teams, and I think you're the only one that you won that uh, the I put, Arsenal I put one. put down on three matches, and I lost on two. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. You know, what did I bet on? I bet on the Arsenal Liverpool. I bet, what was that, 10 bucks? I would have came out with like $58, I think. Some. Oh, madre. And then what else did we bet on? The 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 Earthquakes versus uh, Vancouver. And I put 20 bucks on that, and you put 30. Valio madre, dude. And fucking. DC United. and. Uh, oh, you bet on that one? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know you bet on that one. Saturday, August 31st, we have Southampton versus Man United, 4.30. Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa, 7 a.m. Yeah, Chelsea versus Sheffield United, 7 a.m. <laughs> for, for Sheffield? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, for Chelsea. You think so? Well, look, I was even going to ask you about the Southampton one, like after they lost to Crystal Palace. And you know what was crazy about that game is that they lost in extra time. So that would have been fucking crazy. If so, like we would have bet on that game. Castle, yeah. Wofford, 7 a.m. Leicester City versus Bournemouth, 7 a.m. Man City versus Brighton, 7 a.m. West Ham versus Norwich, 7 a.m. Burnley FC versus Liverpool at 9.30 a.m. Burnley. That's like your team, no? Isn't that? Fucking Burnley. Arsenal versus Tottenham, dude. Two, two weeks straight of... Big, uh, big club teams against Arsenal, Bunting man. clubs right here to see yeah. what they can do as they bash it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to check out this one, though. Everton and freaking... Uh, you know Wolves. what? I would say that those teams are even. Looking at them on paper, I think, you know? I just think that they're, like, even. I don't know. But we'll see. Maybe Raul Jimenez scores. We'll see. Oh, yeah. I think Raul Jimenez comes through and fucks some shit up. He's going to make somebody fucking... Give somebody a hard time. So today, Ajax played in the champions. And it's did you believe all, it? Nah, yeah. nah, I, did, I mean, you wouldn't think that it happened so soon because he's a... Debut? Debut? He's, he's young. What is he, 19, 20? Around the 21, 22. Around the 20, yeah. He is started. He? Yeah, he started. Starter, fool. Oh. To score in your debut. And to start? Yeah. He started? Yeah. He's a starter. And he got subbed out like at the 80th, 89th already, yeah, when it was already done. Went in the right direction. Oh, yeah. 
so now because like they won 2-0 so they'll be in the Champions League and that's already good right there man that he's already going to be playing there so with that yeah it was yesterday when the selection released their uh the lineup yeah the the players so I'm going to go over the players and I don't know if you've read them yet but I'm going to I want if you haven't a good food cuz yeah I know right. I, I think you might be surprised all right check out my reaction then all right then I'm going to start off with the porteros it's uh, Rodolfo Cota not a surprise there Hugo Gonzalez Guillermo Ochoa and Jonathan Orozco Okay. Nothing crazy there. The defensas, Edson Alvarez, of course. Nestor Araujo, Jesus okay. Gallardo, Miguel okay. Layun, okay. Cesar Montes, Hector Moreno, okay. Fernando Navarro. As a defender? Yeah, he's a defender. Diego Reyes, which I'm surprised they called him up. Why? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like he just, I don't know. Not he just signed to Tigres. But he wasn't really playing in Ferbenache. What was that? Ferbenache? How do you say that? That yeah. team out there? Whatever. Ferbenache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Luis Rodriguez, Carlos Salcedo, and Jorge Sanchez. Those are the defense. The midfield, Jonathan Dos Santos, Andres Guardado, Eric Gutierrez, Hector Herrera. What do you mean he got called up? Why are you guys surprised? Do you remember he wasn't called up for the uh, the Gold Cup? That's why he he kind of kind of made it seem like he wasn't gonna come back. That's why. Nah, I think he just didn't want to go to the Gold Cup. The Gold Cup, okay. So Luis Montes, Orbelin Pineda, and Carlos Rodriguez. Montes, the, the little short guy. Yeah, the uh, free kick taker. He's alright. So forwards: Roberto Alvarado, Uriel Antuna, Jesus Corona. Marco Fabian, Chicharito, Chicharito Hernandez, Raúl Jiménez, Irving Lozano, Rodolfo Pizarro, and Alexis Vega. Alexis Vega plays for Chivas. Antuna, he's he's always the guy in the uh, the Galaxy. So we're just going to ignore the fact that Corona and Javier Hernandez are called them? I kind of knew that was going to happen, dude. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think he was, was going to get called up ever again. Same thing with Corona. I didn't think so. I thought they were out. Come on. I'm just saying, dude. I feel I like... I think that's what they just said so that they don't have to play it, man. I mean, and I think they just said, like, hey, you know what? I'm not 100%. All right, now I'm like an 80 or something. So, like, I'm not... That's kind of lame, though, no? I don't think you would do that. Maybe if it, I mean, like, look, at if there's a full squad, they had enough people to compete. You'd be like, all right, then I'll set this one yeah, out. Yeah, I'll set this one out and get these fools fucking going. You know what? I'd rather freaking recover for my season and then come back for the, to get called up for the selection because I'm going to need to impress you guys for that or something. Mm. You know, because that's when it really matters. Because right now, if you're not really consistent, you know, what the hell does it matter? Because mm-hmm. right now, well, Chicharito, at least he's not been scoring as much as Jimenez. But, well, at the same time, if not Chicharito, who? Don't tell me fucking Oribe. No. Who? Vela. Ah, no mames. Geo two Saints. Ah, come on. Come on. So, come how, how, you just said that they're not in form. Vela's in the best form out of anybody on that fucking list. Why you would know you? what? I, 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 give, I, give, I give Vela more... I'm surprised Vela isn't over Antuna. I'll give him that. But not everybody else. Come on. Or maybe they got from Chivas. I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to uh, look at the numbers and say that he's not in form. I mean, I know it's MLS, but I mean, he's a professional. Who he's playing in a professional league, and a, and a, you can't really discredit his goals. I don't think it's really, easy. No, come on, man. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, it's still MLS. It is, fool. But I mean, he's not scoring bullshit as goals. 
in the MLS. Of course, yeah. He didn't do that anywhere else. He didn't do he that when do, he was in he, Spain. He, he, not not consistently, no. Not, and he also didn't do, didn't do it consistently in, in in England. No, he was starting. He was a young kid. Ah, come on. No, I mean I don't know. I, he I had just, sparks every here and then because I yeah, remember yeah. he would chip players. Yeah, yeah, of course. Or chip goalies yeah, yeah. and uh, when he was in Arsenal, but come on. I just think form is in form, no matter how you look at it. I think, I think that's fair to say, as opposed to somebody that doesn't start or is on that comes off the bench. Because Vela is over, not over Antuna, yeah. Because Antuna's just there. So Vela's still not the best Mexican player right now in form. In form player, you know what? I I'd, I'd probably say he Raúl Jiménez. Yeah, yeah. Because the league and all that. Because yeah. of the league, and when he's not scoring, he's creating plays. Okay. And even if he's not like do uh, the second or the last man to do the assist, starting the play. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, I don't know. I I I'd kind of feel like. Raul Jimenez would be the kind of player that would actually change, you know, change a game. And I think it's tough, man, because the way I see it, I see Raul Jimenez, like, and if we put Raul Jimenez and Carlos Vela side by side, they're completely different players. I think we're going to agree on that. I think Raul Jimenez at times can make be a playmaker at times. I don't think he's not as fast as Vela, though. You know what I mean? And I think Vela can give you more of a better pass. And give you speed and kind of make his own goals sometimes. As to where Raul Jimenez kind of doesn't really make his own goals. Kind of has to like kind of give him a really good pass. Not always, but you know what I mean? I I, I think it's kind of like that, I feel, with me. I, I could see I that. See I could see that, you know, Jimenez scoring more consistently because of yeah. the players around him yeah, are yeah. way better. Yeah, yeah. And I could see that. And and Vela is more of yeah he's kinda, actually been working with his players and he has to he kind of and he can kind of do it on his own too if he needs right. to you know uh, you know what I guess I guess uh, I guess you're winning the debate man no it's not it's not a debate it's just I'm just saying it just because like I don't know they're two different players I see I, I don't really but see they're the same position though I don't that's the thing I don't think so see that's that's um, I mean, they're both strikers. Yeah, they can, but I think Vela, you can use him more on the wing as opposed to Raul Jimenez. It's probably not a good idea because that's how the last coach would use him for Mexico, and I didn't like it. He yeah, but he could wing. still play it on the wing. He could. I'd just rather him not. I'd rather him. He's tall. He should be in the center for the headers. and. You he's know. a creative guy, though. He is. He is. He he can be creative. I've, I've, I, I'm not. Yeah, I agree. He's, he can give some really good passes. He learned how to pass out there really good. And even if, if, if I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think I think right now the modern in modern soccer, I think the I don't know. <laughs> it, it looks like most of the wingers now they kind of like kind of tuck in now more. They're not necessarily the ones that cross in like Ronaldo, hmm. Hazard. They're not the type of players that are there to cross in balls now. Mm-hmm. That's an extra fucking striker or like even Bell, like yeah, Bell. Bell no. He's not gonna freaking give you a badass cross. He's gonna freaking go in and fucking finish that shit. And I think that's what yeah. wingers are gonna become now. Kind of like a Neymar it. and shit too. Also, oh, right? there you go, Neymar. Like yeah. it's just another player or Messi, where the majority of their career just played on the wing, but they're actually the one that's the main player scoring all the damn time. It's crazy, huh? And they're just their job is just to tuck in and go in. It's crazy how it's like that. Well, I think it's because it creates. A lot of players are, are supposed to, like, cover a position. And then when you see your player that's in that position actually tuck in, it kind of messes up the formation. But by them tucking in, 
it creates opportunity for the, the right wing back to come in or the left wing back mm-hmm. to kind of overlap and psh, and all they got to do is just chip in the ball in that space and that player just takes it in two three strikers or finishers come into the box tap it in done easy easy soccer basic basic nothing crazy so so with all of that as like how i was saying about uh the mexico lineup so let's look at who they're going to be playing against First match, I think. Well, who we got? September sixth, uh, USA versus Mexico. Ooh. So. So where are they? Where are they gonna oh, play? Pretty sure they're gonna play in U.S. soil. They're not gonna play in Mexico. Fuck all that. Yeah, they're gonna play. Don't get blasted in Mexico. You can't sell no tickets in Mexico. MetLife Met Stadium. Four days after that, on the on September tenth, we have Argentina. So when's the wife? Mexico. I wish we would have played against like you know Spain or Brazil. With this squad, Argentina's, Argentina's, no, Argentina's good, but I mean, I'm just saying the USA one is the only one where I'm kind of like, I would rather, I would rather go to Europe fool, than play over there. I would rather go against Portugal and play in Portugal. Right, right, right. That's where I think these fools are gonna get, they're gonna learn, you know. Mexico needs to stop playing in U.S. soil. They need to play over there, dude. In England and play over there. Get used to that shit. Yeah, because that shit's gonna teach them the conditions. They're gonna learn. They'll learn over there, right. Dude. I mean, I don't know if they'll have the budget now. I mean, fuck, man. These they should, cheap. man. They should. We'll see what happens. I just don't want no other bullshit to pop up again <clears> in the media where, oh, this was not going because of this or this was not going because of that. The coach said this. The coach said that. Like, I think the media... They just need to stick to soccer and that's it, dude. Like, we're giving the media, like, it's because that's what the media does, dude. It gives, uh, like, the fans and shit, like, gives them a reason to not like the players. Who, right. Like, there's a lot of people that hate like Chicharito there's also a lot of people that like him too right. and he scores a goal oh shit yeah he's badass fool. like all the time <laughs> like, you know, know, like we can't win with these people but you know what you can't even get mad at it either because at the end of the day it's like me and you fool. we have opinions we're not right we're not wrong it's an opinion everybody has one and you have the right to say oh this fool sucks you know or, this fool's whack or whatever my only thing that bothers me about that is like why do you say that that fool sucks and then when he scores a fucking hat trick you're all on this shit that's that's what bothers me that's it for this episode we'll see you on next one primer toque with Rigo and Javier peace